Hello and welcome back to the official Lawyer Mom podcast. This is Stephanie and I'm glad to be back. I was off last week and uh, I'm very happy and excited to be back with you guys this week. I have uh, <laughs> I have a great episode uh, for today. Um, it's something that is very personal and I'm being very open to sharing it with you guys, which is mama's ready to go back to work. Um, I am officially looking for a job. So I was looking around and uh, I w- someone reached out to me and uh, they scheduled an interview and I went and have I got a doozy for you guys. Um, there is absolutely no way I'm not going to share this with you guys. You guys are going to die. Like this is something out of this world. It's, it's, this, it's the interview from hell. Everything that they shouldn't do, they actually did. So here we go. So I walk into this Forbes 500 amazing uh, five-star review famous people um, place. Of course, I'm not going to tell you where, but it is a very well-known person. And um, they reached out to me. They wanted to know more about me. And um, the first thing right off the bat, was that I wasn't interviewed by the person who was going to be my supervisor. I was interviewed by somebody else. And um, that somebody else really was very uh, unprofessional. It was somebody who was extremely unprepared, aloof, if you will. And that person was the one who was one hour late and made me wait and blamed me for her having a mistake in the, she blamed me, they blamed me for being late. And really, that's not even the the start of it. It was, it was just something so out of this world that you would have a hard time believing that it was reality. So as I walked in, no hello, no smiles. Everybody looked like very, very bored. Everyone was, you know, extremely nervous on edge, like they were walking on eggshells. Um, There was no warmth to the place as famous as it is and as as nice of a name it has. The, it, it was just absolutely horrible as far as the people. And then finally they come in and they want to interview me. They're dressed with flip-flops. They're dressed extremely unprofessional. And, um, you know, it was like... A, the Devil Wears Prada type of thing where they walked in, the secretary or their assistant ran to the car and got out all the bags 
and ran back in and started to organize everything. And before she they started the interview, it was just something ridiculous. Like it was just out of this world. So let's start with the questions. The questions that I was asked were number one, illegal. You're not supposed to talk about family, kids. Um, you're not supposed to talk about uh, personal things, who your husband is, why your husband makes you know, certain decisions, why you made certain decisions related to your personal life. Those are all subjects that you should not be asked. If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Uh, you're supposed to be asked things related to the job, your expectations, what you liked about the place, what they liked about you, what what you uh, enjoyed doing in the past, if there's any lapse of time between employment and you know what you're what you bring to the table. So right off the bat, she says why couldn't you come in in the afternoon? Because I scheduled the interview in the morning. And, uh, you know, I just told her the truth because I don't lie. But it was just, like, it was downhill from there. It was just, <laughs> you know, uh, I basically was asked why I'm starting to work again having children, why I decided to work, uh, you know, so far from my home, why my husband, uh, who my husband was, where he worked, why he owned his own company, um, what type of things his company uh, provided um, what, you know, uh, what, what type of clients does he have? Of course, I, I redirected the subject to something else, but it was just, I, I was like in the twilight zone and here comes the doozy. That's not even the doozy guys. It's, she started to ask me how I'm going to do it. How are you going to be in this office for 12 hours? Mind you, they pay uh, not that great. The pay is very low, um, and they do not disclose the amount of hours. So I was surprised when she told me the schedule. Um, it's basically 12 hours a day, and no overtime, no benefits. It was just like a very <laughs> wah, wah, wah type of situation there. Um, and she basically told me that. She said, um, we are not uh, going to be flexible with our time, so uh, I don't know basically what you're doing here. Uh, and I said, well, you guys contacted me. You guys were after me. And uh, needless to say... I was very, very deflated after that interview that was just so draining, um, not only from the weight, but also from the energy. Now, this person that interviewed me is somebody um, 
that clearly didn't know how to interview. The person that was supposed to interview me didn't even show up the whole time. And she took it upon herself to really show how judgmental people can be. And what's ironic about it was that she prided herself in the fact that most of her employees in there, most of the employees in there were people who were women. But the problem is that most of the women there were kidless. They did not have kids. And this is coming from this person's mouth. This is not something that I that I researched, she basically, the, the, the person interviewing me basically told me. So to make a very long story short, it was a really awful experience. It was the interview from hell. All the questions that shouldn't be asked were asked. And how did I handle it? I basically smiled the whole time and I showed my poise and my patience, and I knew right when she opened her mouth that this was not the place for me. Now, maybe she feels, they feel that they, you know, are too sophisticated, too high-end, too upper-up, whatever it is, higher-up, whatever it is. But it just made me realize that all the material things that people have to show off, to show society that they are, uh, you know, important, that they have money, that they have power, that they can do things, that they can buy things, that they can go places, does not give you class, it does not give you elegance, and it does not give you taste. Those are things that come with the person that has done work on themselves. It comes with people that are humble. It comes with people that have a beautiful heart. And there are some people willing to work in an environment like that. But I came to realize that the money is not even worth it. It is not worth it to denigrate yourself and allow others to walk all over you when your priorities are important, when your needs need to be met, and when you need to be happy in what you're doing. Now, one thing is having a lot of work, and another thing is having a horrible work environment. When you have a horrible work environment, that is just something that eats at you, and it makes you nasty, bitter, disgusting inside. You feel horrible. You don't want to wake up and go to that place, but you know you're doing it for a paycheck. And that's exactly the wrong reason why you do something. So if anybody out there is in a situation where they're starting to work and there's gaps in there, you know, any moms out there or stay-at-home dads, and they're starting their to retake on take on their career again or to you know basically get back out there that's something that is important to understand that it might be more than one interview and it might be something that you have to work on but definitely is doable and is something that definitely you need to continue doing do it for yourself do it because you enjoy a career and do it for your family so that they can see 
that you're capable, that you can do it. And there's a lot of people that want to close the door in your face, and they will, but that doesn't define you. That just defines how they are. And to be honest, they probably did you a huge favor because had they not done that, had they not shown their fakeness or their their lack of empathy or their poor work ethic or their you know, whatever it is that, that was just a big red flag for you, something that didn't clash, um, that's an experience, that's something you can learn from, and they did you a favor that you didn't have to go through a horrible situation where you would have to work and then find new employment right away, and then that, that you know, that's just like a whole thing. So anybody out there who is feeling alone or is feeling like nobody else is going through this. I'm sharing this small interview story because I was very upset, to be honest, after the interview. It was very draining and I felt shame coming like from her, like a judgment towards me as to I'm a mom and I'm not supposed to be seeking work. But guess what? Moms got to eat. Moms have careers. Moms are working now. You know, I don't know what year she thinks it is, but nowadays everybody works. And especially when you study a long career or when you study something that takes a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of uh, effort, then that's not something you quickly throw away. Those are decisions that if you put press pause on your career for whatever reason, those are big reasons because nobody goes into uh, law school, medical school, or whatever else, PhD programs or master's programs and just says, oh, you know what, <laughs> let me just not pursue this career that I've been I mean, if they do that, that if they hit that pause button on their career, th- that there is a bigger reason behind that decision, always. So whoever is an employer who is reading out resumes right now, just know that maybe the person that looks good on paper might not necessarily be the best match for you. And the person who has survived as a mom in a house and not quote-unquote worked is somebody probably much more capable to number one multitask number two put out fires very quickly number three delegate duties very nicely number four I mean the list goes on and on I, I could just continue um there's so many qualities in people that stay home and they're underrated they're undervalued and they're never appreciated, but think about everything that they do on a daily basis, and you just literally go to work. So <laughs> so you just need to realize that every, anybody from any walk of life or any experience can bring positive things. Of course, if there's like a loser that just wants to stay home and not do much, that's a whole way. I'm not talking about that person. I'm talking about somebody that is looking for employment after a long time of maybe not working in a in their career 
um, or is starting something new in their life. And, you know, don't just shut the door quickly. Don't be quick to judge. Uh, that's something that try to get to know the person, try to get to know their values and their expectations and give them a chance if you feel that they are willing to really take a risk and, and make that big change in their life. That change in their life to to unhit the pause button and start pressing the play button of their career is something that they gave it a lot of thought and took a lot of support from all their family or all their surrounding people. And that's not something that was a decision that was easily made either. So that in and of itself took a lot of guts to make. So I just wanted to share this story this week because I feel like we are so quick to judge others and undervalue. And also we are so quick to judge ourselves so harshly and undervalue ourselves so harshly. Let's not be like that. Let's know our worth. Let's know our value. Let's give back. Let's know that we're strong and that we can do whatever we put our minds to it. And that's something that run at the first person that diminishes you, that doesn't give you the dignity that you deserve. Because everybody deserves decency and dignity. Maybe you're not the right person that they're looking for, but that doesn't mean that you need to be insulted. That doesn't mean that you need to be denigrated or questioned. Um, those are tactics that manipulators and narcissists use. So that's not something that we do to each other. And especially from one mom to another, which which is is something that I would love to stress out there. There's so many powerful women and so many beautiful souls out there. But for some reason, because of so much male dominance in all the industries, most industries um, are male-dominated. Do- uh, so um, I can safely say from what I've seen in my experience in the past and now um, Due to the fact that the men are running the show, women feel that they need to be like men and degrade degrade the other women, not be team players or, you know, get competitive with each other. But we should be doing the exact opposite in order to dominate industries. We need to band together. That's what men do. Men band together and they stick to each other and they help each other out and they do what they need to do because they know, they know that that is exactly what needs to be done. Together, you go further than alone. So just remember that, keep that in mind, know your worth, know that you have a lot to offer and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. All right, guys, that's it for this week. Please hit subscribe, like, comment. I can't wait to hear your comments on this episode. I really uh, poured my heart out on this one. It was hard to discuss, but I think I got through it. I think I got my point across, and it's something that I feel that other people are going through, and I wanted to share with you so that you knew that you were not alone. All right. All the best, guys. Take care. Bye.